Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Hey, welcome back to the Ambitious Motherhood. Today, I'm so excited to introduce you to Casey Morris. She is a former English and language arts teacher that now specializes in helping teachers transition from the classroom to online marketers by selling their teaching resources online. She's been featured on Amazon Live, Georgia Public Television, and Sirius XM Radio. She speaks to teachers all over the world and inspires them to start living again by turning their passion into purpose. She is passionate about helping teachers live a life they love and make the income they've always dreamed of. Mamas, I am so excited for you to hear this interview. Casey is just such a gem, and I've loved getting to know her on this episode and sharing her with you today. So we're going to talk a lot about how she got started, how she helps teachers. So if you are a former teacher or you are a teacher and you've got these resources, you've got a passion for teaching and helping others, listen in because she's going to give you a glimpse into how you can begin to build an income on the side of your teaching career or instead of your teaching career. So there's all kinds of options and she kind of paints that vision and inspiration for you today. We also talk about how to structure a free opt-in and how to do it the right way so that you don't create a culture of give me followers and instead you've created a culture and an email following of people who who value your expertise and are willing to pay for your resources. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. All right, Casey, how are you? I'm so excited to have you today on the podcast. Hi, I am so good. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, this has been a long time. We've had this kind of in the works and I'm just excited to dive into your topic of your expertise really of how you help teachers share the resources online. So why don't you take a second and fill everybody in about who you are, what you do and how you've kind of created this community in this online space. Yeah, I would love to. Thank you so much. So I'm Casey Morris, and I am the host of the Go-Getters podcast. I'm a former eighth grade English and language arts teacher who now specializes in helping teachers transition from the classroom to become online marketers. I started selling my teaching resources online through the popular website, Teachers Pay Teachers, back in October of 2013. And when I left the classroom in December of 2017, the number one question I got in Walmart was, how did you do it? Like, how did you stop teaching? And I would say, well, I have this really cool thing and I'm selling all my resources online. And so I decided to take that question that everyone asked me in my DMs on Instagram and at Walmart. And I said, you know what? I can fix this. I can help them. And my goal has always been to teach. And now I just get to do it in a totally different avenue. And I have started teaching teachers how to sell their teaching resources online. And it's been the best decision that I've ever made for me, the most fulfilling. And I get to impact the lives of thousands of teachers every single day. And it just gets me out of the bed every morning at 5 a.m., puts my feet on the floor and makes me so grateful for everything in life. And I love it. I love it. Well, tell us a little bit about your family and where did they come into the mix as you were transitioning from teaching to online entrepreneur? Sure. So I am a mom to four boys, which is crazy. My husband jokes. He says, there's only enough room for one queen in the house. And I used to be like, oh, that's so lame, but I don't mind it now. I let him, I let him say it. <laughs> so when I first started teaching, I had a stepson and then I had two boys that were a year and 11 days apart. And 
it was hard. I struggled through postpartum depression a lot, especially my first few years until I found Teachers Pay Teachers and it gave me a sense of purpose again. And I have a new baby that is three months old. And when I transitioned out of the classroom, you know, my goal was more time with them. That's our most valuable asset in life to me is time. It's not money. It's not anything material. It's just time. And I didn't get to pick my kids up from school when I was a teacher. I was, my kids were riding a bus for an hour and a half every day to get to my school. And I was missing that time with them. And when I left, that was my ultimate goal. It wasn't to make all this money. It was just to be able to pick my kids up from school in the pickup line. And it seems so small, but that's such a big deal to me. And I get to do that now. I get to do that every single day. And to know that I transitioned from being stressed out, you know, as a teacher, we're we are, we're tired at the end of the day and we give all of our time to our, our students. So even though if you're a rock star mom, you, maybe you can give the time equally to your kids and to your students. But to me, I felt like I was fighting for the attention. If I was going to give it all to my students, I didn't have much left in the tank for my kids. You know, my kids were doing independent work at school all day. Then I felt like I could be a good mom that day. And I hated that balance. I hated that back and forth. I loved being a teacher and I don't want anyone listening thinking, oh, well, she just didn't like it. So she had to leave. I was good at what I did and I loved it, but I never knew the joy that would be, you know, helping and providing for my family and being the mom that I always wanted to be on the other side of this fence. And so I just love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I often say that we've got to find our ideal mom life and then figure out how we can fit our business or our passions into that. And like you said, pick up and drop off. That was something you were craving. And it seems silly because I say the same thing where I won't negotiate picking up and dropping off unless it's my husband doing it on a day like today or something. But I am obsessed with being the one to pick them up and to have those conversations, those car line conversations, you know? So I just love that you've recognized that and made a change in your life towards that. So tell us a little bit about how you help your clients and what that looks like. What kind of transformations are you bringing to them? Yeah. So I love the word transformation too. I use it all the time because that's really what it is. I started a free guide. It's a workbook and you can find it literally anywhere that you find me, but it's just 10 steps to get started selling your teaching resources online. So even if you're not currently a teacher, let's say that you're a stay-at-home mom and you were a teacher. I have people all the time that say, you know, I'm actually not a teacher, but I'm thinking of becoming one. Could this be for me? 1000%. If you know that you have a purpose that is to teach other people, then this could be for you. I actually show you how to use the standards and all of those things in my course, but you can download, this is what we call an opt-in and you can download the opt-in and I give immense value. It's like 20 pages. It's a workbook style. I give 10 steps to get started and then I help you create your vision and your mission for your, your business because that's what this is. It's no longer just a side project or a side hustle. This can be your actual business. You can be a CEO of your own company and I help them that way. And then three times a year, I launch my course and it's called Transform Your Resources where I teach teachers how to transition and make that change. I teach them literally everything from the very beginning until it's not just putting those resources online. It's so much more in marketing and understanding social media and email. There's so much more to the equation. 
And I only launch three times a year. I'll be launching again in June of 2019. But we, so we have the doors open for five days. And once they close, we don't let anyone in because we, we make the total transformation of a lifetime. And I have students that are living proof that this is changing everything for them. Those that don't want to leave the classroom or want to have a teacher side hustle, and that's fine. And they're earning, you know, anywhere from 500 to $3,000 a month. And then I have some teachers that are craving more that are earning, you know, nearly $10,000 a month. And and that, I like to say the numbers because as teachers, we don't talk money. Money's hush-hush. We, we know that we don't make that much money, and so we don't really talk about it. But if you can hear those numbers and see what the possibilities are like, it just makes the doors seem like that you can do it too. And I want everyone to know that I'm no different than they are. I'm exactly the same. The only difference is, is that I just kept pushing. I never gave up. And if they're willing to do that, then we can make that happen together. Yeah, I love that. I'm a fan of the numbers as well. So I'm curious about the side of this that you only open three times a year. Is that because you want to keep the community super tight knit? Yeah. Yeah. And I struggled with that because everything in business tells you that you should, you know, run your business for a while you sleep and you should just have it going and let people come in whenever they want to. But what I found was I couldn't do that because I wanted that connection. So I followed those teachers, those hundreds of teachers the entire time. So seven weeks is what the modules are. And we have a live coaching call for those seven weeks where I dive into the content with them and I make sure that they're staying accountable. And everyone in the Facebook community, we is it's crazy. We have like 20,000 interactions a week in there. It's insane. And we make sure that we're all keeping each other accountable. And let's say you had a bad week. Let's say you were stressed out at school or you went on vacation with your family and it was amazing, but you got behind in the content it's fine. I give lifetime access to my teachers and we're always there for support. And there are tons of coaching calls pre-recorded already that people can go in and look. But I realized that if I had this, you know, specific open cart and closed cart that it made people take action and it made them value the course even more because they knew that they were in it to win it. And they knew that they only had 15 days a year to get in and to make this transformation. And to me, it's not just about the number of how many I can get in. It's how many teachers I can transform their life. It's all about the impact. That's my word is impact. It's not about the money to me. So I realized that that for my personality and what I want for them, it's perfect. Yeah, you have nailed it with that. I mean, I often tell my clients, there's not one way to do this online game. And if you think there is, you've been sold something by somebody else. Like at the end of the day, how do you want to show up for your clients and what is going to bring the biggest change and impact? And that's the only thing that matters, you know? I love that so much. Yes. Yeah. So I'm a teacher at heart, but I've never had classroom type teaching. So for somebody like myself, it's a little, if we're not like browsing Pinterest, it's hard to know what kind of resources you're talking about. So Phyllis, and give me some examples of what your teachers are selling and putting out there into the world. Sure. So from the kindergarten teacher to the 12th grade teacher, from the PE coach to the music teacher, it's literally everything you can think of. I have tons of homeschool parents that are on there. And what it is, is you create lesson plans for your students. That's what we do. And I teach you how to put them into an entire online PDF form. So I teach you the graphic design portion. I teach you how to use clip art, simple things such as font creation. 
how to use cute font, how to pair cute font, because that is a design tactic. Yeah. Like you think you just know how to do it. And then you create something and you're like, wait a minute, that doesn't look like everybody else's. So I show you how to use color swatches, how to pin all of that stuff together and make a beautiful masterpiece. And then how to put it in a format that is easily digestible by a teacher, because what you want is to make a teacher's life easier not to make them more confused. So I show them how to put it in a format that's going to guide the teachers through an easy process. And I have the years of experience, you know, I was making over six figures a year just through selling my teaching resources online. So I've just coupled all of that, you know, history and information. And I also have a YouTube channel that's been teaching teachers this for years, but I was just giving everything away. And then people were like, no, I need more. I need more. I need more. So I took all of those questions and all of those things for years and wrote them down in my little black book and compiled them all into this course. So Basically, it's something that teachers can download and print instantly, and it can change the way that their classroom is. Because truth be told, not everyone is a good teacher. And you can be in a school building with, on one hand, the amount of great teachers that we have. And you can also be across the hall from the teacher that sits in their desk all day and earns the same paycheck that you do. And for me, if my child was in that class with that teacher that wanted to sit down every single day, if that teacher could spend $5 and provide a quality lesson plan from one of the best teachers in the world, and even if they just printed it out, even if they just printed it out and never got off of their, their chair to teach it, my child would have a better education instantly. That's what I'm working for. There are amazing teachers in this world. But there are some teachers that just want to print it and go. And if my child's in that classroom, I want them to have the best education possible. So to be able to impact children like that is just absolutely powerful. So that's the teacher that I think about when I'm creating my resources. And that's what I want other people when they're thinking of this, it's all online. There's no overhead. So you don't have to buy all these things to get started. I started with a cheap little bitty computer and I saved my money until I could buy my big iMac and then I could buy a printer and there's things like that, but you don't have to have any of that to get started. You just have to have a little bit of faith and a whole lot of purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Okay. So I'm going to be a little bossy for just a second. Screenshot your show and tag us on your Instagram story. Post it on your Instagram story, girlfriend. This is how people hear about the Ambitious Motherhood podcast and the mission that we have here of creating and helping you build profitable online businesses while raising your family. So Casey and I are both obsessed with Instagram. So go ahead and tag us. We'll see you on Instagram. So... Tell me, kind of walk me through, I know you and I have been talking offline a little bit about this, about the whole opt-in and creating resources for free to grow your email list and then ultimately sell your resources. What are those mistakes that you've seen teachers make as they're creating those resources? I love that you're bringing this up. I love it because this is a really big flaw and I've noticed it now that I'm in the business world. So I see two sides of everything. And in the business world, we create this opt-in, which I'm sure you've talked to your listeners about and people download your opt-in and you get this free email money where people pay you with their email address and then you can use that to sell something later. Well, for some reason, someone along the way misled teachers and they made teachers believe that in order to get people on your email list, you need to give them all these things for free. And instead of giving an opt-in that was full of immense value, they were just giving away free resources or having a free resource library. So give me your email address and I'll give you 25 products for absolutely free. Well, what we're doing is we're creating a culture of give me followers 
where people expect free from us. If I go to the dollar store and I buy a $1 toy for my kids, I don't know about you, but I don't expect it to last very long. And I know it's, it's going to break. But if I go to Toys R Us or FAO Schwartz and I spend $100 on a toy, that toy better make it until their 18th birthday. <laughs> you know, better make it forever. So what we're doing is we're instantly creating that thought process with our people that are going into our free resource library or to our free opt-in. And they're thinking, okay, they gave me all this stuff for free. What else can I get next? This isn't really worth of much value. I just printed it out. So I was giving all this free stuff and I was getting emails. Hey, Casey, I loved your lesson plans and your worksheets on math in kindergarten. So do you have something for subtraction? Do you have something for this? And what I was doing is I was just giving it to them. And they knew that if they waited long enough, they were going to get it again for free. But I wasn't teaching them what they really needed. And that was to teach. It wasn't this free worksheet. I changed my whole mindset on this once I realized that my email was full of people that weren't really turning into potential buyers. They just wanted it all for free. They wanted all the coupons. So I started creating my opt-ins that gave crazy value, insane value that went with the product. So let's say my product was for kindergarten math centers. I'd create an opt-in that was 10 or 20 pages that taught a teacher how to implement a math center to the best of their abilities in their classroom. I'm going to show them exactly how I do it. I'm going to walk them through from 8 a.m. until 10 a.m. where we go through the craziest math center transformation ever. And here's what you do. And here's all of the different games I play with my kids. Here's pictures of them learning. Here are all the notes that I use, but I didn't give any of it to them for free. I just gave them the what to do in their classroom. But if you need the how, if you really, really need the rest of this to make this a possibility, you can download my product and pay me money. It's not free. You can click on this link and here is this. But you do that through a series of nurture emails. It's not a, here's my opt-in, read all of it, buy my product. It's here's my opt-in, take everything I gave you, digest it, read it again, learn how to do it. What you want is for them asking you for it. You want them to say, how can I get this in my classroom? Where can I find this? And on that fourth or fifth nurture sequence email, you say, guys, I have the solution. This is going to change your life. And it's only $5. And more, more times than not, people are emailing me going, but I want this. So in, you know, I need this. And I go ahead and send them the link, which means it's working, which means that they really want what you have to sell. And it creates a totally different client and a totally different person on your email list. If you have an email list of 100,000 followers and only 8% are opening it and none of them are buying, it's really not that great. But if you have an email list of 3,000 and you have an 80% open rate and everyone is buying, you know that you've hit the right spot. Mm, that is so good. So really your opt-in becomes just more of the big picture. And here's what it looks like once you implement. And then for the actual tools and tactics to implement, you've got to upgrade essentially and yes. buy that. that yes. Product. That's how the business works, right? That's every business that you've ever been in. You get, my husband was like, I'm in their funnel. You get stuck into their quote unquote sales funnel and they make you want it. And once you want it, then they make you need it. And then once you need it, then it becomes a no-brainer. It's a, I have to have this because I want it. And now I know I need it in order to be a better teacher. So I'm going to buy it. Selling is all about psychology. And we're not trained to be sellers as teachers. Like the, we're not. And I struggled with that. I'm like, nope, I give away everything for free because I'm a teacher. 
But why? Why why are we trained to feel that way? We should be paid for our hard works and our efforts. You know, we talk about teachers being paid on performance. Well, this is the number. If you want to be that teacher that's paid for performance, honey, then you need to start selling your teaching resources online because the harder you work, the more money you make. <laughs> yes. And I mean, I love to say that, I mean, maybe you've seen this too, but when people get things for free, the odds of them actually reading the entire guide or actually implementing the things you do tell them, it's very slim. Many times it never even gets opened or saved or printed or anything. A lot of times my clients will say, okay, so before I launch this offer, I want to do a free round with people. What do you think of that? And I'm always like, no, just at least charge something so that you've got some skin in the game yeah. for the person that you're working with. But that energy exchange of money and time, it needs to happen to help your teachers or your clients or whoever get the results they're wanting. So I struggled with pricing my course forever because I was like, nope, teachers don't have any money. I'm not charging hardly anything for it. And James Wedmore, who is an amazing, I don't know if you know James, but I'm sure everyone knows James, but if listeners don't, he just changes your mindset on things. And he looked at me and I was like, I'm going to charge this much money. He was like, no, you're not. And I said, yeah, I said, because teachers don't have much money. He said, no, the transformation is in the transaction. He said, if you charge X amount of dollars for that, he said, the chances of them valuing your product, even though in your mind, you're trying to be helpful, he said, are so slim that if something, you know, I started thinking, I was like, he's so right. There are courses that I have spent in, I don't even want to tell you how much money I've spent on a course, but you bet your bottom dollar. I dotted every I and I crossed every T because I told myself if I went in that hard, I was going to do it all. But then there's the courses that that I've spent $37 in. And in my mind, I knew they're really not going to change my life. And I was right. They really didn't. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. The transformation is in the transaction. That is so, so good. Oh my goodness. I know, right? I, it's so good. James Wedmore's a genius. <laughs> He's awesome. So I'm sure there are a lot of mamas listening to this that, you know, they've been in the teaching career and maybe they're staying at home and wanting a little bit extra income. What are their next steps tangibly? Of course, we're going to link up your guide for them, which I've peeked at and it's incredible. So y'all need oh, to get it. Thank you. But fill us in, give us a little bit of inspiration as well as some tactics and things we can begin to do to get our mind going that way if they're wanting to start. That's great. That's a great question. And because I talk all this, I don't want to intimidate anyone because this is a lot of business talk we're chatting about straight off the gate. Business talk that I didn't even think about joining into until I was five years in. I want to take you back to that time, to where I was when I was trying to fix my mindset. And I chatted briefly about it, but I was in deep postpartum depression and I didn't know it because back then I didn't, I couldn't afford an iPhone and I didn't have internet at my house and I had Netflix and that was about it. And I had three babies. I was 24 years old and I didn't realize what postpartum depression was because I didn't get on Google and just Google anything. And it was the day that I went to the doctor and asked for help was the day that I told my husband, I think I can sell my teaching resources online because I downloaded this lesson plan and it made my classroom fun again. And so that's when it all started. And I thought, I don't want to do this for money. I just want to do this because I need purpose again. And I don't have that. And I have everything I ever wanted. I have a husband that's devoted to me. I have three kids, but I'm young and I'm lost and I don't know what to do. Every sky was gray and I was just really struggling. And I made these products. They were so ugly. I just went in. Action. That's the word here is we just have to make constant action and constant movement towards a goal. 
And I told my husband, I just want to pay our Netflix bill because we didn't have the internet. We only had one car. And so he, Netflix was still sending like the little discs to you. Uh, you know, it was, you know, I didn't even think about it, but it truly was. Yeah. Back in the day, I forgot about that. We only did the one disc at a time that, you know, you could do like multiple di- or unlimited disc, but no, we only did the one and we had to send it back. But it was like seven ninety nine. I think it's what it was at the time. Maybe it was like eight ninety nine. Blow our kids mind. If we told them that right now, <laughs> I need to write that down because <laughs> I know I forgot all about that, man. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> you blew my mind right now. <laughs> so that was what it was though. I said, I'm going to make enough money to pay our Netflix bill. We didn't have that many bills. And the first month I made $50 and my phone, there was an app on the phone. Nope. I didn't have that then, but eventually it got to where they had created an app. It was like in 2015. And when you make a sale, it makes a cha-ching and that cha-ching cha- it changed everything. We had like a cha-ching dance and my husband would dance. And then we taught our kids to dance when they heard it, you know? And so I want you to start thinking of your mindset that way. And just think about the small wins and don't do it for the money to begin with. Do it for the hope that it gives you. If you're not depressed, then it doesn't have to be about that. To be able to create something that you did, to be able to say, I did that. And as a mama, we have to remember that we were a somebody before they were a somebody. And anytime that I have to travel without my kids, I struggle so much because I don't want to leave them. I want to be with them every waking moment. And I have to tell myself, Casey, you're doing this for you. You were somebody before they were somebody. And when you're putting time and effort into your business, you're doing it for them too, but you're also doing it for you. And if you can create just these little wins throughout each and every day, it changes your entire outlook on life. I had a podcast interview the other day and he told me, he said, Casey, I've been following all the teachers that are in your program. And he said, I'm not kidding. He's like, I feel like he's like, every one of them started exercising again. He's like, they have this glow about them. He's like, I think it's more than just them making money. And I was like, are you kidding me? He said, no, I'm serious. He's like, it's like, you've lit this light inside of them. That's been burnt out for so long. And I was about like to start boo crying on the podcast. Cause I felt that way about my students. I didn't know that other people were seeing that. So if you're just starting, like let's work on creating that glow and that fire inside of you again, and forget about the money part just yet. We'll get there. We've got tons and tons of time to get there, lifetime access, but just go work on, you know, small wins to get there. Mm, Yeah. And you said movement. Movement is movement. I said that to someone the other day that's making a big leap in their life and starting a business and it's messy and it's, it's crazy. But I said, movement is movement. You're moving in the right direction. You're just moving. And I think when we start getting our mind going this way and getting back to who we are, sometimes that's gotten lost in identities like teaching or you've gotten lost in your identity of motherhood and forgotten that you were somebody before they were somebody, just like you said. I'm just saying that movement is movement. And sometimes that progress in one area bleeds over into so many other areas like our health, like our relationships and just, oh my gosh, it's amazing as the leader or the teacher to see your clients and and teachers just be thriving in all areas, not just the area you're directly teaching them about. So that's amazing. I love giving like the go-getter books we talk about, but Brendan Bouchard's High Performance Habits is one of my favorites. And he talks about that, that high performers, he's, you know, tested thousands and thousands of high performers over his lifetime. And that high performers, like 98% of them exercise and eat well. And he thought originally it was that they did all these things and then they became high performers. And it was actually the opposite that because they are these overachievers and high performers, it just bleeds in, like you said 
said to these other aspects and avenues in life. And I was like, okay, like this is something that I need to do as well. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So let me ask you as we're kind of wrapping up here, if you were to start your whole online business again, so take me back to before you started selling your resources, if you were to do it all over again, what would you tell yourself or start with? Okay. I thought you were going to ask me what I would change and I was going to say nothing. So if I had to tell, oh man, I couldn't have ever envisioned my life as it is today because the most beautiful rainbow I could have painted wouldn't have been as pretty as it is now. It just, I, I couldn't have because you don't know what you don't know. But I would tell myself that there's going to be obstacles. And believe it or not, there's going to be mean girls that infiltrate your life, that try to bring you down, that aren't happy, so they don't want you happy. And you can't let them stop you from your passion and your purpose. And one thing that I'll always have over everyone else, and this is what anyone can have is, I'm from the South and I struggle with, I'm not as smart as some of these other people, not because I'm from the South, but that I don't feel like I've had these worldly experiences and I go to these big conferences and I'm like, well, I'm just this little sheltered girl who, you know, graduated in a really small high school and I, you know, I wasn't very smart. And so I tell myself like, I, I can't do these things. But what I would tell myself is that you may not be the smartest person in the room, but what you have is you have a passion inside of you. You have consistency. And so many people lack that. And if you can promise yourself to never give up, you'll fly past them all. And that's what I want everyone to know. Jay-Z, I think, said a quote that said, the most genius thing that I ever did was that I never gave up. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z and Beyonce with those quotes. Right. So, I know. So good. So good. <laughs> I love it. So I love asking this question. You kind of already mentioned high performance habits, but what are your go-to books that you would recommend and what are you looking forward to reading next? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes, this question. So I was not a book reader because I didn't have time when I was in the classroom and I was getting my six-year degree and my I had to read it in two days. So I would go to the track every day to get away from like the chaos that was school. And I had to download this book for my sixth year and I had to read it in two days and I was thinking this is not going to happen. It was the best book I had ever read and it was Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And it moved me and I read it every year now because it, te- it taught me about what a highly effective person was. So Stephen, ha- Stephen Covey's, and that's actually not a popular book recommendation as much anymore as it used to be. So I want to bring it back up every single time. And then I have an- another old one that is epic and it's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So good. Yes. I keep carry it with me every time I travel. And I heard somebody from Shark Tank said that as well. And I thought, okay, I need to do this too. I love Gary Vaynerchuk's Crushing It. I'm doing a book study right now with some of my go-getters on that. And You Are a Badass at Making Money is probably one of the best mindset books by Jen Sincero that I've ever read. And you ask like what books I'm looking forward to reading. I have purchased so many recently. I think Think Bigger was one of my recent purchases that I haven't had a chance to read yet. Traction was another one I'm looking to read. And I just purchased Tony Robbins' Unshakable, which kind of shows you a little bit about the money side of the business. And I haven't read it because I just don't want to go there yet, but I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Yeah. Okay. So I love that you're bringing these old books back because some of my favorite ones are like bringing out the best in people, which is like from the forties or something like that. So I love that you're bringing these old books back. Thinking Grow Rich is just so good. So good. So yes, fill everybody in on how they can connect with you and 
you said you're launching the next opening of this is in June. So tell everybody the details about that. Yeah. So you have to have to have to jump on the email list because once you jump on the email list, then you'll be in, you know, you can, you'll have the opportunity to sign up to be on the waiting list. So you may read the book and you may say it's not for you, but I think you, I think you will once you see it, but if you can find it at caseymorris.com, it's all over the homepage and it says, have you ever wanted to start selling your teaching resources online? You can see the book itself, click on it and download it today. But I spell my name really weird. Thanks mom and dad. It's just K-A-Y-S-E-M-O-R-R-I-S.com. And of course you can always find me on Instagram. I do daily stories where I have thousands upon thousands of teachers that join in every single day and you can find me Casey Morris that way. I love it. Well, thank you so much, girl, for sharing today and just giving us a glimpse into how teachers can begin to just monetize their brilliance. That is so good. Thank you so much. I've had a blast. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. I am so excited for you as you are continuing on your journey of ambitious motherhood. Definitely make sure you're subscribed and rate and leave us a review. This helps immensely as we get this message of ambitious motherhood out to more mamas just like you.